BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions has begun. I am Dable Moretz, and I'm on the grid. Series XM Channel 159. Countdown to kickoff is on. We've got a couple of National Football League preseason uh, games, although I've had enough of this preseason. Uh, More looking forward to the CFL game tonight with the Calgary Stampeders and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And you know the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals are looking forward to the regular season as well. As uh, I got to tell you, Cam, it's probably not the best idea to have teams that played against each other in the Super Bowl having joint practices against each other a couple Excellent. of months after the Super Bowl, because <laughs> clearly, like, <laughs> like honestly, what geniuses came up with that one in the lab? You don't think Cincinnati still like got some? Th- you're right. Like, yeah. be like, listen, I don't think it's a good idea that we do this in an exhibition hey, game. Then, no, that's not even play. again. I, a game is one thing, <laughs> but practicing together because all these practices always turn into fights already, anyways. When you have the yep. joint practices, but this got wild, wild. Like it was a full yeah. out brawl, brawl. I wonder too. I guess I don't know. I guess you you can't get suspended. I don't know. Like it's one of these weird deals. Like, dude, Aaron Donald hit like six people in the head with a helmet. Like, I don't yeah, know, like, like it's hard on. to see the like, video is far, but you he's got a Bengal helmet in his hand. <laughs> so he ripped. Yeah. Dude, Aaron Donald, man, don't mess with that guy. Like dude, he took like half the team out, bro. Like you see the video, there's there's a dude. All you see is sort of someone with a helmet. Bam, bam. And it you see it's an orange helmet. It's Aaron Donald has someone on the Bengals helmet and he's cracking people like in sort of like a scrum. He's just like hitting people over the head with the helmet. And then there's just sort of like a rugby pile type thing. And you yep. see Donald sort of pops out of it at the end, back up, and he still has the helmet. And he's like, who wants more? And I'm thinking, like, because people are like, oh, he's got to get suspended. You can't be hitting people in the head with a helmet. I don't know. I've never heard of anyone getting suspended in a joint practice before. I think it's anything goes. Do you think he should be suspended for trying to kill a bunch of Bengals in a practice? I don't. Yes, (laughs) I do. I actually have a difference of opinion, and I'm one that likes, you know, hitting and stuff like that. Let's think about it this way. Other guys in the league have thrown helmets before and they got suspended. Helmets a weapon, Gabe. You can't be throwing around hitting people with helmets. I'm sorry. Aaron Donald's also a menace to society. He's a great player. When you see the practices, remember that drill he does where he's choking out his buddy, like grabs him in the neck and like puts him back. Like, I gotta tell you something. I would never want to piss this guy off at a barbecue. Like he would absolutely like he'd throw you through a wall, put you through a fence, murder you. Like, I'm telling you, man, like I that guy. 
his anger is just it's it's intense. And I'll tell you, you can't hit people with helmets, Gabe. That's a weapon. Let's call it out for what it is. The guy went nuts. He won't get suspended. <laughs> I think he won't. He won't. It was a practice melee. I mean, stuff happens. Uh, but what? listen, teams teams are fighting with each other every day, Cam, and this stuff now. People are getting frustrated. Look at the Bills. Look at the Bills. Josh Allen. Yep. Josh Allen started a fight with the say Bills Brad, defense because he, he didn't like someone guy in the into pile. him. And I see some turkey on the Dolphins hitting you, hitting you with a helmet. Like you can't do that to somebody. You cannot. If I'm the Bengals, I'm literally talking. I'm saying the only way we can get this guy, we got to gang beat him. (laughs) You got to get like six Bengals in the parking lot after. You got to sucker punch him from the back. Like what a bad. He's Aaron Donald. Like seriously, like yeah, that was a great. We'll get the video up after. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Moretz. See, everyone's ready for some football. Uh, everyone's oh, ready for some football. Real football. They want to start knocking heads. You know what, Cam? It's officially actually two weeks. I didn't realize this. It's two weeks from tonight. Well, I did realize. Mm-hmm. I knew it. But now it set, settles in that it's Thursday. It's two weeks from tonight. And I'll be there. Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams season opener. Um, so we're wrapping up the preseason. It's the final week of preseason play. And there's no, there's no pattern, rhyme, sort of, or reason to like to this. It used to be simpler when there was four games. You kind of knew how they approached it. It's like, all right, it's like, all right, the, the game three is the dress rehearsal, but the fourth game doesn't mean anything. Now this is game three. Yet, so some teams. Long story short, some teams are taking this like a dress rehearsal, and some other teams are taking this like. They don't care. Like, it's the last preseason game of the year, and they're not playing anybody. I've always – I've been good at the preseason over the years. I did well in week one. I did terrible in week two. And now in week three here, I don't really have a ton of interest in it, Cam. There's not a lot of strong angles. It's very random. It's not, I'm not saying there won't be a couple of spots here or there, but it's very difficult, especially there's so many new coaches and younger coaches now and stuff in the league – they don't care about tradition and stuff. Well, it's done like this. They're like, I don't care. I don't do it like that. Right? You yeah. know what I mean? There's no pattern anymore to the preseason cam with the final week. What I would do basically to attack it, I think we should let some games go. It's hard for people like me and you because we like to bet the board, and that's what we do on the show. We give something for everybody. But some of these games are so difficult, and I got to be honest with you, I kind of want to do what you're doing. Stack money away. You know, the season's coming up. Bigger units on games that we like. Like, I'm going 5-0 and in my golf matchup bets. I'm taking that money. I'm going to throw it all in to some other stuff the way you're doing with futures. So, I, and honestly, Gabe, I looked at the games. I might take Houston because they're 2-0 ATS in the preseason. They're a crap team, and I think they're a team that wants to get off on the right foot. Other than that angle, that the other game, no clue. No clue whatsoever. But I'll probably be betting the Texans. Well, the Kansas City... The Kansas City Chiefs play the Packers. We know the Packers really do not take the preseason very seriously. Andy Reid has been very sort of secretive about what he's doing tonight, though. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's do this thing. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Maranci. Kicking it over to Ranger Redhead, Cam Stewart. All right, without further ado, let's cut the small talk. Let's bring in Drew Martin. It's week zero. Forget about the NFL preseason. It's week zero college football, and I'm wearing a jersey that I know our guests can appreciate. You like this, uh, Drew? Not too bad, huh? FAU, baby. FAU uh, Owls. Let's, let's get it. Taking on the Rusty. Charlotte. Charlotte 49ers uh, this week. And I believe our friend, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, has already put in a play on Charlotte because he didn't get a chance to talk to me first. I would have told him that FAU have four of their five returning offensive linemen uh, back uh, starters, including their quarterback, should rough them up in the trenches a little bit. A lot of stuff to get to. What's up, Drew? Gabe, always a pleasure to be with you, buddy. I'm just floating in the Atlantic Ocean, and I get out ready to talk some uh, college football with two of my favorites. What are in you the doing business, some scuba Cam diving? Yeah, what are you no, doing? no, I had a little Atlantic break, Ocean. about an hour and a half, and uh, you know, walking distance from uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach. So decided to take a dip and come right back, break down some more college Living football, buddy. Living the dream, huh? A couple of TV hits, go to the beach, <laughs> couple no, couple of drinks later. It's quite the you live like a retiree. What a life! Yeah, I, I, I come really, to the Hard I Rock really tonight. It. Actually, my dad's birthday. Well, you're going to the Hard Rock. So, oh, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy! You're freewheeling. And let it and, roll. And uh, are you potentially going to go to the FAU Charlotte game this week as well? Hey, Saturday night prime time, 49ers and Owls. Yeah, that's actually some pretty good. Uh, some pretty good tailgating there, winning in paradise, Boca Raton, Florida. I, I haven't got tickets yet, Gabe. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I can be intrigued if I could find a fu- cu- couple, you know, fun souls to go with. Actually, you two would be uh, pretty two fun fun guys to tailgate with, get a little bet down on uh, FAU Char. That'd be a lot of fun. I would love to go. I, I wish I was there. The Saturday night I in agree. Boca Raton, be a great time. I haven't been to Hammer Boca the Owls. Excellent time. Great times in the yeah. golf. Great golf. Great golf. Hammer. Yeah, I've never played golf at Boca Raton, but uh, I, I got. Uh, yeah, it was nice. It was very, very nice. Really nice. Even the municipal we courses could, are nice. Beautiful. Yeah, we could hit uh, Lane Kiffin's old watering hole too, and uh, you know, check it out a little <laughs> post game. <laughs> I'm high on. Uh, 
I'm high on Lane Kiffin's football team this year. That's one of my win totals, Drew. I've got Mississippi over seven and a half. I, I believe, uh, look, what, they won 10 games last year? Yeah. They'll win nine, 10 again this year, I think, if not more. 10, I'll say 10. Their schedule is pretty soft for the first seven weeks. They're going to be favorites all the time. It gets a little bit trickier later, but let's get into uh, let's get into uh, week zero here, uh, Drew. It's kind of a light card, and I compare this to the early bowl games. Everybody's excited. Hey, look, you know the the, the bowls are here and stuff. But at the same point in time, the real the you know the quality is coming up in the next couple of weeks, starting Labor Day weekend. But it doesn't mean that we're not going to be betting these games, Drew. So let's start off uh, with the the first game up. Nebraska Northwestern from Dublin. Uh, point spread up to 13 and a half right now with FanDuel. It's 50 and a half the total. They murdered them last year. That game was in Lincoln. Thompson is in. Martinez is out at quarterback. Any opinion on this uh, football game, Drew? You know what, Gabe? I do. Uh, Nebraska supposed to be improved this season. And if you haven't heard that before, you're wa- you're listening to the wrong station because they're supposed to be improved for the last five uh, or so seasons, you know, since Scott Frost has been there. 44 new players, Gabe, 22 new transfers, new transfers. The, the unknown is very big with Nebraska, I feel. Like, could they be better? Sure, but they're supposed to be better for a while now. Scott Frost, let's let's look into the numbers. He's 8-15 and 15 as a favorite. Um, not very good. He's been a money burner pretty much his whole tenure there in Lincoln. He's going up against Northwestern, who they beat 56 to 7 last year. Steamrolled him. Could that happen again? It could, Gabe. I don't think it will, though. Pat Fitzgerald, one of the more underrated coaches in college football. This guy is 109 and 90. I know he went, he had a bad season last year, but 109 and 90 in the second best conference in college football, I don't think he gets enough uh, respect. You know, he's been able to do that with the kind of, you know, the academics as a hindrance there, one of the better schools in Northwestern. But overall, I think this is a tough football team. I think it's a lower possession game. And I think Northwestern stays within two touchdowns, Gabe. Interesting. Bold. Um, you raise a good point, though. Listen, new coordinator as well uh, for um, for the Huskers, new quarterback. I get it. A lot of new players. Yet at the same point in time, there's a big mismatch in talent in this game. To me, the Dublin aspect throws a little bit of a curveball into it. I'll disagree. I'm going to agree and disagree in the sense. I don't think it's a 56-7 football game. I think it's more of a... 35-14 or, you know, 30-17 type of thing. I, you know, I think it's a crisp number, but I'm leaning on the Nebraska ledger here, to be honest. Cam, what's your opinion on this game? I, I like both of your points. I lean under. Uh, we're seeing a total of 50 and a half at FanDuel. I think the Northwestern offense will struggle against Nebraska, and I don't think Nebraska is going to score at will. I think that number is just a tad too high. I like your score, Marenzi. I think it falls probably around 43. 30 to 13 is a great score, I would think, for Nebraska. I don't think Northwestern's going to – I think they're barely going to score on these guys. So, I think 50 and a half is a little bit heavy, and I could see this game, you know, being in the low 40s. So, give me the under in this football game right now. I think points are going to be at a premium. I like the under. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. Like I said, you know, you're setting these kids it's to Ireland first game of the year. Yeah, yeah I mean, weather's not a factor, though, Drew. It's going to be sunny. It's like 70 degrees and sunny in Dublin on Saturday. So weather won't be a factor, but I'd still think it'll sort of be sort of a choppy, 
choppy style yeah. game, but Nebraska wear them out. A turnover here, turnover there. Big run here, big run there. I think it's the difference. Okay, so Wyoming and Illinois, we've got some line movement uh, here, Drew. It's up to 11 and a half now. It was 10 and a half. It's been, it was sitting at 10 and a half the whole time, up to 11 and a half now. Are you one of the people moving the number here with Illinois against the visiting Wyoming Cowboys? I, I doubt it, Gabe. I, I haven't bet big enough on this game just yet mid-afternoon here. I'll tell you this, Gabe, to your point in terms of ugly game, uh, I try to remind myself each and every college football season, week zero, week one, watch out for that ugliness. You know, kind of pump the brakes on just betting overs and let's, let's you know, watch these offenses light it up. Usually we see a lot of mistakes. Just keep that in mind coming into it. This might be one in Champaign. You know, Illinois is supposed to be a lot better. Brett Belima, we've seen his recruiting ability at multiple stops so far in that offensive line. He used to be an offensive lineman, and, and he's very good at it. He recruits it well. I would look for Illinois to be able to get a push. I'm going to run the ball against Wyoming. And Wyoming, talk about unknowns. Wyoming lost a lot. Uh, so talk about, you know, caliber of athlete. You know, you, you spoke about Nebraska being able to kind of roll over Northwestern. That might happen. Could happen here as well. However, Gabe, I just don't like betting against Craig Bull. I really don't. Giving him an offseason here to prepare. Keep in mind, guys, this was a three-time FCS national champion head coach at North Dakota State. He's done a great job there in Laramie, Wyoming. I'm not looking to bet against him. He's got a new quarterback, a new system. Look for different things from Wyoming. And again, Gabe, I know it's getting, you know, these are tough bets to make, especially going against the grain here. This is a game that moved across 10 from minus nine to minus 11, 11 and a half on Illinois. The money's going that way. I just think at some point, Hey, maybe look to buy guy buy low on the Wyoming Cowboys. That's the way I'm going to play this going into kickoff game. You know, Illinois punch up or down to their weight class. They're they're a strange team in that they could play a team like Wyoming or they could play a subpar team. It's like, oh my God, it's 10-10 with three minutes left. And they're fighting <laughs> for their lives. But then, you know, they'll go to Penn State and they'll win in overtime. Right? It's like, oh, they're hanging around. Oh, look at this. They're giving Michigan a little bit of a run here. Right, like they sort of punch up and then they they let down against teams like this. I agree with you. I, I think Bolima is a good coach. I think they're going in the right direction. I could see sort of a twenty-seven ten style football game here. It's a low number for a reason. I lean with the under forty-three and a half. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, twenty-four-seven, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in twenty twenty-two. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and Starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Game time decisions. I am Gabriel Renzi kicking it with Cam Stewart, Drew Martin in the house. Drew, uh, just quickly as far as the wager talk get together, we saw you guys had a good uh, time. Carmine's in the hospital right now. His finger hurts from taking so many pictures. Um, but uh, we know we know you guys had Paul Polaroid. a good time. Yeah, that guy couldn't yeah. stop, man. He was unbelievable. Hey, were you, were you at... Um, did you see uh, Teddy's place? Did Teddy have a toilet issue and Tony Finn like made it worse? Did you see this or hear about this story? Um, well, I've been to Teddy's place a bunch, Gabe. You know, living in Vegas, he's got a nice house there. Um, I was there; it was a great time. But no, I, I didn't know of a toilet issue, so I, I, I can't speak too in depth about that. Yeah, where it is, uh, Teddy had a toilet issue, and for whatever reason, he entrusted Tony Finn, like to to like fix this. Like, really? So, supposedly, Tony, like, went earlier before the party and everything to fix his toilet. Like, started taking it apart and everything, and then told him, I need to go to the hardware store to get some stuff. (laughs) I guess it turned into two trips to two different stores, came back, and Tony was perplexed, and he left it worse than it was, Cam. Like, it went from just being, like, a problem to, like, a bunch of pieces on the floor and, like, screws everywhere. Amazing. <laughs> Tony's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't help you. Uh, yeah, I've got it. Teddy's on tonight. Teddy's on sports rage tonight. So I get to the bottom of this. Is Teddy, yeah, Teddy lives in a palace. He's got m- multiple bathrooms, I guess. Must have been just uh, <laughs> one, of his, one of his many bathrooms that, that didn't work. Yeah, I can't wait to get this story from Tony as well. Hey, listen, we love Tony Finn. But I'd rather talk Can baseball with Tony than ask him to fix my toilet because, like, that's not no, happening. that's something I wouldn't do. No, <laughs> I don't think I don't see him as a like an ad. Who you like in a royal game? I'd listen. Yeah. <laughs> True. I need a ride down to Tijuana. Yeah. All right, Tony Finn. Not you know, not yeah, so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Tony, where's the nearest <laughs> liquor store? You know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like right. that. <laughs> yes. That's a question for Tony. Where can you get some stones and the liquor? Tony Finn's your guy. Exactly. Hey, Tony, I'm having some problems with my electrical socket in my studio here. You think come down and help me out, take a look at this? It's like, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Got some maintenance issues. Let me call Tony Finn. Tony and electrical. Love you, Tony. That's, love you, that's Tony. Tony okay, so, um, all right. So, yeah, back, back to the college uh, board here. We're talking about <laughs> Illinois and Wyoming. Yeah, that's a low total at 43 and a half. Ugh. I think it's one of those money line parlay games if you just sort of want to get a piece of it. I think Illinois is going to win. I do think they cover Kim. I think I'll say Illinois by like, Illinois by 13. It won't be pretty. Yeah. Sort of like you said, it'll oh. be around the number, you know, 23 10. It'll be, you know, yes. It'll be an ugly 20, game. 24 10. That'll be my score. Let's say 24-10. So this next game, Drew, I'm intrigued by this one. 
Utah State, you see that Utah State have three $1,000 bets for them to win a national championship with 1,001? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, is that just rich Utah State, like, kids driving to Vegas no. and making the bet? Or... No, I know okay. the story. Uh, Purdom found the guys and did a story. Uh, it's great. Because, yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, who the hell did this? Like, a couple yeah. of Mormon dudes? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, no, it turns out it's a guy that owns a sports bar in Jersey. <laughs> and... Um, he went to a wedding. He went to a wedding and a bunch of Michigan players and former players were there. It's like a Michigan wedding. And uh, he said that all the Michigan guys told him that Utah State were really good and that they were a dark horse. That they thought, I don't know how it came up, but they said Utah State. So basically it was two buddies in New Jersey that were drunk and they bet $1,000. He goes, normally I don't bet $1,000 on futures. Uh, I will like that. But he goes, I was drunk on tequila from the wedding. So... It was him and his buddy that did it, a uh, Goldman Sachs trader that's now a pro sports better. So they're, they're just betters in New York, Jersey. And then somebody piggybacked it blindly after seeing it. <laughs> the third guy <laughs> is just a blind guy that said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this too. You know what? So they play Alabama, right, guys? That's the whole, that's the whole mm -hmm. key to this thing. They play Alabama. They beat Alabama. They run the table. We'll give in. yourself a puncher's chance, right? At a thousand yeah. to one. We should note they're 39 and a half point underdogs against Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, so, so look, so Utah State are 26 and a half point favorites against UConn. So, Cam, like last night we were talking on Sports Rage after you left. We're like, damn. So, what would Alabama be against UConn then? What, 67 and a half? Because, look, say, Utah yeah, State are getting 40 points against Bama, but they're 26.5-point uh -huh. favorites against UConn. Absolutely insane. And for the record, in case anybody is wondering what the largest point spread in college football history is, it was 70.5. 70 70.5. In 2012, Florida State laid 70.5 to Savannah State the week after they lost 84 nothing to uh, Oklahoma State. Um for the record, betters, I don't even remember that game, Drew. Betters didn't get paid because of the stupid lightning. Started raining and there was lightning and they agreed to end the game when it was 55 nothing midway through the third yeah. quarter. I do remember that. They were that. like, all right, yes. Florida State, you guys win the game. but And then betters never got paid, Cam, because it wasn't official. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Really sucked. <laughs> I, was, I was one of the betters. I laid the 70. It was 55 nothing midway through the third. We were going to get it. It yeah. was brutal, too. And imagine if it happened nowadays, guys. Florida State, Bowden agreed to um, to run the clock in the second quarter. They didn't stop the clock. Imagine right. laying 70 points and you find out before the game. You'd be like, you're running the clock? You can't do that. You can't just, like, make up your own mind and change the rules. So, you know what I mean, Cam? They made it so the clock didn't stop to make it nicer for Savannah State. And they're still down okay. 55. They could have yeah. won 100 to nothing. <laughs> I remember years ago oh, it was a wow. great story. George That's Allen, cool. a legendary coach of the Washington Redskins in the old days. George Allen, he was an old dude. He came back and he they the Long Beach football. It doesn't even exist basically, but they, they did for a few years. So they started Long Beach State, had a football team. So their first ever game, guys, was at Clemson. And uh I remember I was in Vegas. I was a kid. I went to Vegas that weekend and I laid it was like 48 and a half or something like that and i remember i, I laid the points and i got mad because i found out before the game that george allen clemson he gave long beach guys the playbook 
He said, these are the plays we will run in order so you know what's coming. So we won't embarrass you as much. They still won like 60 to nothing, right? I was on it. I covered. Now, at the time, that was the biggest point spread I ever laid, but there's some college football betting trivia if you're ever on a game show that asks you a question. Largest point spread ever. You know what the largest upset was ever? Yeah. USC um, versus Stanford. Close. Sense no. close. It got topped. Cam, you want to yeah. take a stab? Largest college football upset via point spread ever. 45 and a half point underdogs, one outright. I remember like 30 it's when it's East Carolina game. beat Miami. It's a stupid game. Uh, Howard beat UNLV. You remember, Drew, a couple oh, of years yeah. ago? The yes. UNLV season opener, they lost yes, to Cam Newton's yes, little yes, brother. They were yes. 45 and a half point favorites. That's right. That was crazy, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. That's the largest yeah, F- upset in, in yeah. FCS FBS. I think that the largest upset FBS versus FBS is that Stanford USC game. Yeah. Right? 38 and a half, yeah. 39 and a half. Yeah. 2007 yeah. or eight. Yeah. What was that Marcus uh, Landell game? I remember that game. East Carolina went into Miami when Miami didn't lose. I think it was 30 and a half or 31 and they won outright. East Carolina. That was a huge win. I'll never forget. Actually, that. I, have, I could find the list. Um, yeah. I, I could get the list. Last year, Kansas beat Texas as 31-point yes. 31 underdogs. Yeah, that was that, that, that was a big one last year. Uh, they, they beat them. All right, so let's keep this rolled. So, anyways, I don't think UConn are upsetting them. Jim Moore is the coach there now, guys. So, yeah, there could be some com- more competence, but they still have a high school football team roster, Drew. So, so I think Utah State cover the number, bro. The kids on Utah State, no. They're going to get murdered by Alabama the following week. This is their opportunity to murder someone because it's not going to be fun for them going to Tuscaloosa. So um, I think they cover. I think it'll be like 45 10, 50 to 7, 45-10. I like the Aggies, and I'm going to go under the number. I don't think it gets to 60 because I don't think UConn will score much. What's your take, Drew? Who you got? I mean, talk about just like a, a, a very intriguing handicap. You know, if you're just a fan, you're like, oh, whatever. But as a sports better, <laughs> UConn, like, game of the day. Half- yeah, really. It's like, oh my gosh, how do I even start handicapping this? They're going to Logan, Utah from Connecticut. And by the way, if you're not familiar with Utah State, it's like a very difficult place to get to. You got to fly, get on a bus, make the bus trip the rest of the way. So, like, keep that in mind, guys. And it's week zero, and you bring up Jim Mora in to prepare. So, a lot going on here, a lot of cross currents. But I'm with you, Gabe. I, I think Utah State runs it up. This isn't a game that I've bet so far, but um, I, I would look towards Utah State if you made me bet this. And, like, degenerate style, betting every game on the board for week zero, yeah, it'd be the Aggies for me. Well, that's that's the only way to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but my, my deal is – my deal is I'm just hoping not to lose money. I'm just going to sort of have fun with it. I'm not going crazy with the units with these games, even though I say that now. I'll do something crazy in-game, I'm sure, at some point on Saturday. But I'm just sort of hoping to get by this. They're like early bowl games. There's nothing. You know what I mean? There's a few spots that seem like, yeah, okay. But I do think Utah State rolled them. Cam, are you enticed by UConn plus all those points? No, uh, it looks juicy, but uh, you're giving me rancid meat. It's like you offering me a meal, but it's gone bad. No, I cannot. I, I'm not taking them. No, I think uh, Utah State might win this game by like 42 points. They might murder them. I don't know. UConn's they're gonna, off. Going to do anything. Utah State's offense is very good, right? So you know they're yes, going to score is. 40, 45, score. maybe 50. Over. 
Right. All right. More with Drew on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We've got some international basketball we're going to be betting on later for you hoop heads out there. Pretty cool, actually. We'll get to that after. we got Drew Martin with us just for a couple of more moments. We'll get into the baseball as well. Uh, we're in football mode. NFL doubleheader tonight. CFL, interesting game in the CFL tonight with Calgary and Winnipeg. That'll be the football game of the night uh, tonight. All right, Charlotte, FAU, Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, Boca Raton, Florida. Total, 60 and a half. I'm rocking the FAU jersey. Uh, right now, they're laying uh, seven and a half. The money line is minus 290 in this uh, football game. Um, similar to a Nebraska Northwestern. So these guys played each other uh, last year and FAU rolled them. Now, let me listen. The total, the total is pretty high in this football game uh, up at 60 and a half. But it's, it's high for a reason. Uh, Charlotte returned eight starters on offense, including Char- Reynolds at quarterback. So their offense will be able to put points up on the board. They're pretty bad defensively. They get pushed around. FAU have a pretty big offensive line, and I brought it up earlier, Drew. Four of the five uh, starters on the O-line return. The quarterback is back as well. They rolled them last year. Um, What's your take on this football game? Is the total too high now at 60.5, or do you think it's going to be a track meet? I don't think it is. Uh, now, whether it looks like 30% rain down here in South Florida, Boca Raton, like you talked about, winning in paradise, FAU. Nikozi Perry is their quarterback as well. Let's not forget, he's kind of like, a, I don't want to say legend in high school in Florida, but he had a heck of a run yeah. there in Northern Florida uh, high school. He was a M- Miami Hurricane recruit. Now he finds himself at FAU, Willie Taggart. Has done a great job recruiting down here in South Florida. A lot of guys like him in the high school, you know, kind of realms. He was a high school football coach in the state of Florida. He's done a great job recruiting talent to FAU. Is it going to show here to win by more than a touchdown at home? I think it will. However, there are question marks. You know, Charlotte 
has done a great job, you know, with their program, their, their, their head coach, uh, uh, his name doesn't come to mind right now, but he's done a great job. Good recruiter as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, and you bring up Reynolds, their quarterback. I mean, he's been in quarter. He's been a quarterback in Charlotte forever. He's, he's got to be in his sixth, seventh year. Who knows right now? But offensively, I think both offenses get out, you know, get, get, get out, get scoring a lot. So I think uh, I would look towards the over. I would also look towards FAU at home. You can still get a minus seven at some shops, Gabe. Cam? I already bet Charlotte. It might be a little bit of a heart pick. Um, this team has been good to me in the past. I think their program continues to improve. I think it's just too many points. I think this game is going to be back and forth, and I think FAU might win by three or four. Asking them to win by more than a touchdown I think is a little bit rich. But, hey, they have talent on the ball. You said it. I like Taggart as well, but I like what the Charlotte program has done. These guys came on the scene, and they just, they're competitive. So I, I'm, I'm going to take a shot with the 49ers getting over a touchdown. For the record, Will Healy. That's it. Will Healy. Will Healy, yeah. Uh, yeah this guy Will is Healy. shorter. He runs around. He's good. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm talking yeah, no, about the quarterback. Their, their head coach, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he their head coach. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's a buzz He's around young. him. Yeah, there's there's a buzz around him. Um, so like we said, FAU beat him 38-9 uh, last year. That was in uh, Charlotte. I think we're looking at like a 38-28 type of thing. I think FAU win by 10 in a higher scoring game. That's that's the way, I, that's the way I'm looking at uh, this, this contest uh, right now. All right, North Texas and UTEP. This one I actually like the under, Andrew. This one, you know, what I mean, I, I think this is going to be sort of a sloppier, sloppier type of football <coughs> game. I think UTEP can get it done on their home field. What's your take on this one? I like the miners here at home and likely their first sellout in a decade. And the last time they sold it out was against the university of Texas. So, you know, that's not, you know, a lot of whole likely you <laughs> Yeah, That was all Longhorn fans. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So a lot, lot of hype around this program, Gabe, their quarterback's pretty good. Hardison. Uh, and they play it just for the record football. too. They play in a historic stadium at the Sun Bowl too, right? Where I Sun love Bowl that. Game is, right. That's their beautiful stadium. Not easy to sell out, but yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool a atmosphere. Look. But listen, this is a football program on the rise. Let's just call it out uh, for for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a football team uh, on the rise. But go on, uh, Drew, sorry. No, no, for sure. Uh, Dana Dimmel, he's he's in his fourth or fifth year in UTEP, so he's been able to recruit there. He's a longtime Kansas State assistant under uh, the legendary coach um, there at Kansas State, Bill Schneider. So, you know, he's seen it done before, building the program. He's done it here. Hardison's pretty good. He threw for over 3,000 yards last year. He's a kid that's mobile as well. I like this UTEP program. Uh, Dana Dimmel was an offensive line coach. They got a good offensive line. They got the best defensive line in conference. All three running backs are back. They got all three running backs back. Yeah, and let's not forget North Texas. they're, They're, you know, Seth Luttrell, he was, you know, his name was being thrown around for big 12 jobs when North Texas was up. Well, the last three years, they've gotten a bit stale here. So uh, I think they're running into a buzzsaw. I think the wrong team's favorite. I think UTEP wins outright, Gabe. Yeah, Mason Fine, now a backup, uh, Drew, with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, in case you're wondering yes. what happened to uh, Mason Fine. That is North correct. Texas hasn't been the same without him. <laughs> Texas football player of the year. I won't say this, Texas, Brent, I think you're, you guys were on to something here. When you look at the North Texas mean green, when we watch them, points, points, points. But UTEP, you watch some of their defense. They're getting better all the time. I like that. You know what, Marenzi, you're right. 54 and a half people are going to blindly bet the over in this game. This game seems sneaky. I like the No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. 
Cam UTEP are just going to run the ball like first down. Yeah, first they're, down. Gonna, they're, they're trying to bleed the clock. Turn into a bite. Like, just bam, yeah, like exactly. smash mouth. Yeah. Not saying they won't like throw it. it a bit too, but they're going to be looking at like just play smash. Exactly. They want to play smash mouth football against North Texas uh, here. All right. Uh, yeah. Nevada and New Mexico State. This is a trendy pick. And, you know, it's funny. It went all the way down to seven and a half, Drew. Now it's back up to eight and a half. I don't really understand the buyback. I am intrigued by the Aggies here. I think the Aggies can hang with the Wolfpack. I think this total is a little light at 49 and a half. Give me the underdog and the over. I don't mind that. I stopped by New Mexico State last year driving from Las Vegas to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and uh, saw them with my own eyes at a practice one time. They're big boys up front. You know, it's the defense flying around. Didn't play all that well last year. Lost some money on them. But, hey, just might have been a year early. We know how that goes as sports betters. <laughs> Nevada really yep. down. Um, I'm with you. G- give me the Aggies at home in Las Cruces, one of the more underrated towns in the United States of America. It was a fun time. It's like me booking, uh, trying to book a hotel room for F1 weekend in Las Vegas. I was surprised. I'm like, man, what a great deal. It's only 300 bucks. Yeah, it was a year early. <laughs> Sometimes you can be a year early. <laughs> No, it's good. It was for this year. And it was I was like, yeah, I was like, man, I was like, man, what a deal. It's going to be really expensive. I'm like, man, can really? Yeah. I was like, man, I, and I was even impressed. I was like, man, F1 really? zero. I, it was yeah. 350 bucks at the win. That's not bad at all. I was like, oh, I'm in. Then I realized, yeah. Yeah, you can't book. I'm like, it's a year. I was like, no, I booked yeah. the wrong year. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. It, it was also. Awesome. Last year with with New Mexico State and me, I drove by. You know, I'm watching these guys walk back from practice into the locker room. Like one guy, like hit on the shoulder. Pads. I'm like, "What do you think this upcoming year?" He's like, "Be ready. We're go- we're gonna surprise this year." I'm like, "I bet on him." I'm like, "That is last time." Yeah, that's the last time I listened to a 21 year old linebacker. Like, of course you're ready to go. Hey, for the record, I don't know if you remember last year, Nick Saban said New Mexico State's the most complicated passing attack that they've seen all year. They said, because they, like, they were like 50-point favorites, too, against them. They said, Coach, what about New Mexico State? He goes, I told my guys, breaking down the tape, he goes, this is the most complicated passing attack that we're going to face all year. Like, we're on alert. We're on alert. Like, he basically bigged them up. So it's good enough for me. It's almost like I'm fooled. I'm like, well, if Saban says they have a good passing attack, then, then I believe him. Yeah. But that's the old Lou Holtz thing. Lou Holtz used to get yeah. defensive about his schedule. Like, uh, coach, you know what? Uh, playing Army this week, they're 0-10. You're favored by 38. Jeez, I got to tell you, I watched their tape. I don't know how that team's 0-10. I, that's the best darn 0-10 team I've ever seen. Um, sort of like you, Drew, with Tulane. Drew and Tulane. Best, that's uh, right. best one yes, and four, yes. best two and five. Yes. They're actually trendy again early. this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. Now they're now they're gonna break free. Exactly. Now, now they're gonna be hipsters. So yeah, New Mexico State. I like the over this game better than the Aggies. I do think there's gonna be points. I don't think New Mexico State's gonna be able to stop Nevada much, but I'm not sure Nevada should be favored by this much. I think it's gonna come down right to the number. I don't think that uh the Aggies are a lock or anything like that, but I do believe but the total 49 and a half is a little light. And then we got live movement, Drew, in the Vanderbilt-Hawaii game. A lot of talk. We had one of the coaches on last week from Hawaii on my radio show. He, he told me that they have the most new players on a team um, ever besides Marshall after the plane crash. So he said point blank. It's wow. going to be a little bumpy early putting this thing together. Not only do they have new players, they have kids that have never played college before. Like, it was a mass exodus. Everybody transferred out of there. It was like a disaster train wreck the last couple of years there with that program. Everybody bailed. 
Timmy Chang is there now. They're rebuilding, yet they literally have like 50 kids that have never played a college game before. <laughs> like, you know, they've got like 20 dudes from the team last year, a couple of transfers, and like a bunch of high school kids that they couldn't get anybody. Like, they didn't even have a stadium, like, to recruit to. So they could be in trouble here. Does Vandy murder them, or is it too high, Drew? What do you think at eight and a half? You know, Gabe, that, that's interesting stuff. You're talking to the coach um, about really what's going on, and that's always good information, betting college, betting college basketball, betting college football. I'll tell you this, Gabe. I went after this one. The sharp side is definitely on the Vanderbilt Commodores. I mean, it opened two and a half. Now it's as high as eight and a half. However, right now where the number sits more than a more than a touchdown, I don't know. I mean, sometimes when that happens with the program and, you know, Todd Graham gets shown the door, it was ugly. The players saying, you know, we were mistreated or worked too hard, whatever the case may be. Sometimes when that, there's a mass exodus, like you said, that can almost be a good thing because you, you get kind of the bad seeds out of the locker room. I don't know if that's the case here. Also, you know, Cordero is is not here anymore. He's at at uh, San Jose State. That's their old quarterback. They bring in a new yeah. quarterback, Cooper. He's a Washington State transfer. Actually, pretty highly recruited kid. Timmy Chang, who when Timmy Chang was at Hawaii, guys, if you don't remember some of the younger listeners, they threw it around a bunch. He actually sure left did. college as the all-time leading passer in college football. I think they're going to throw it around again. And Vanderbilt, 2-10 and 10 last year, Gabe, 0-9 the year before, 3-9 and 9 the year before that. That's 5-28 and 28 the last three years. Do I want to lay more than a touchdown on the island? No, I don't. It's Hawaii in the degenerate special for me, Gabe. Too many points. Too, too many points. Uh, says, what, what about you, Cam? Vanderbilt and Hawaii. I was thinking Vanderbilt early. Now this thing's up to eight and a half. I'm thinking, I'm reading Drew's mail. That's nuts. I can't believe the line movement in this game. So it's just like just one-way action there. It's a lot of points. Tough place to play. Drew, I like your statement. Uh, and Gabe, you bring up good points with the new players. But if they hate the coach that much, maybe they, the team gets galvanized. They rally around it. I get it. Vanderbilt's an SEC team. They have a much tougher competition. But also not an easy place to go into Hawaii. If it stays at this number, eight and a half, nine, give me the damn uh, fighting Rainbow Warriors, or just Warriors now. <laughs> used to be I call them the Warriors. Rainbow Warriors, too. They oh, never had the fighting you, part Drew. in it. They never, you had the fighting part. Oh, I added fighting. Yes, got it. Yeah, Hawaii's tough. Fight. You ever meet anybody fight. from Hawaii? I don't you know. See event, you want them in your corner, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm not the smartest oh, yeah. guy in the world, but one of the, when the player development director of the, the football team and university tells me they're going to get killed, I believe him. Oh, oh, it's kind of I'm just, yeah. <laughs> I said point blank. I can't read line ball talk freely. I said, what do you think against Vandy? He goes, oh, Gabe, it's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. All right, boys. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, shout out to our boy Lucas in um, Syracuse. What's up, Lucas? Rochester, New York in the house. Sheldog in Los Angeles. You guys are all uh, all hyped up by uh, Hawaii plus the points. Um, I get it. I get it. It's the bailout game. It's the tradition. Oh, I got to take a look at the, the fighting, the fighting Rainbow Warriors. Like camp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fighting. fighting. <laughs> I just made that fighting Rainbow Warriors. Uh, I got my faith in those fighting Rainbow Warriors game. Uh, I love the old logo, Gabe. The U and the H with the rainbow, they should bring it back. I know it's like all modern with the H, but their old logo was so cool. It looked beautiful with the rainbow. And Let's the just call UH. it out for what it is. They got hijacked by the pride flag and stuff. Yes, they did. But Hawaii <laughs> did it first. It's their pride. Oh, no. the it's Hawaii is, pride. They should have been right? comfortable enough to keep it and say, listen, exactly. we've always had a rainbow. We're Hawaii, right? Has nothing yeah, there's a lot of rainbows in Hawaii. It's beautiful. That's what it was. I'm just it telling was... you, it became, that's what happened. I got right? it. And, they, you're right, right, though. They should have stuck their ground. Excellent point yeah. by you. They got they, they yeah. got all scared about it. Let's come up Not with Not just anything wrong with it. I, su- I, support, I support everybody. I'm just stating yeah, that's what happened too. with the program. And you know, they're lovers and better. They went from the Rainbow Warriors and their new helmet. It was all black. And it was like, I know. Like, it was like the like opposite the of were like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> we're not doing this. Like, it was actually the players. It was the yeah. players that said, listen, we don't like these helmets. All right? I love them. And we, yeah, we all know nice. why. Like, we all know what happened there. I just yeah, laughed when they came back. They had it like a black. It was the opposite of the rainbow. Like, mean, mean like black. It doing Hawaii anymore. And yeah. It had, like, studs out of the side the way the H was, too. Like, it, it was like, going, it went from... Whole rainbows to road warriors, like in wrestling. It was the, they appeased them. What's your baseball yes. picks right now? Oh, I got baseball picks. Jays, oh, Jays right. minus one and a half. I'll yes, take uh, the White Sox again. A White Sox at minus 120 coming back to the well, and that's about it. So, Jays run line, Jays uh, money line. I know it's a lot of juice, I don't care. And the White Sox, I'm taking them both. What do you got? I like the I like the over in the Winnipeg Blue Bomber Calgary game, and the total seems to be climbing. So, if you like the over, get in on it now. We'll have baseball picks on the other side. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 